That's what carries the disease, Dennis. The hair. We don't really need it. Look at us. We're evolving without it. We came from the apes, and look at us now. One day we'll be completely hairless and totally pure. It's the Going On Podcast with Rap Critic and Muse. Muse, how you doing? We've been trying to keep the conversation on the podcast, um, steer it away from current events, shit that's going on, but there's one aspect of this that it's right up our alley and it's relevant to the show. So I heard on the radio this morning on one of our uh, local hip-hop stations an ad for uh, Novant Health, and they've been teaming up with musicians to try to spread the word that uh, the coronavirus, COVID-19, has been affecting uh, the African-American community at a disproportionate rate. So their attempt to, I guess, get the message to those who need to hear it is teaming up with not exactly the most relevant names in music. Yeah. And the one I heard this morning was with Dougie Fresh. Everybody, keep your face mask on. Don't take it off, cause Corona's strong. And wash your hands for 20 seconds long. Six feet heat, six feet heat, six feet social distance is on. Uh, uh, on, uh, uh, on, uh, uh, on, 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 on. RC brought to my attention that not only is uh, Dougie Fresh carrying all the weight on his shoulders, no, no. Anthony Hamilton also recorded. One. We don't have to worry about Corona, cause we're gonna stay inside. Practice a little social distance. Make sure it's six feet wide. Make sure to put your mask and your gloves on. Make sure you're doing right. So be cool. Stay home. That's the rules. My name is Anthony Hamilton. Stay home. Stay safe. It kind of feels like. Someone just called them real quick, and they were like, well, if I don't do it now, I'm going to forget, so I'll just <laughs> turn on the camera, do this real quick, do this in one fucking take, and we are not thinking about this again, because it always seems like it's just in the middle of the day, like, yeah, okay, whatever, I'll just do this real quick, get it out of the way, because Anthony Hamilton's especially seems really low effort. <laughs> But, you know, I got to respect it. You know, they're doing their part. Um, But you messaged me about something else related to this that we got to talk about. Yeah, it it seems that uh, hip hop uh, themed political content is making a comeback in in a weirdly tangential way. Uh, (laughs) Because there's that, which is, you know, I I feel, you know, regardless of how you feel, you know, using hip hop for good. Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sure. And... (laughs) And then there's the new, uh, uh, what is it a Trump ad or, or, uh, just a shit post that he retweeted, which basically is like a free ad. Like here's a particularly shitty thing, although it's not anywhere near the top 10 shitty things Trump has done on Twitter specifically, he'll get a shit post, right? And instead of just like retweeting it, so the original poster gets the credit, They'll download it and then upload it <laughs> as their own content. And it's like, Trump, I know you didn't make that. I know no one in your <laughs> fucking cabinet sat down and edited this shit together. You just stole it. If, if we're thinking about the same video, it's the one that uh, had the uh, the weird, questionable, confusing 
uh, Joe Biden clip in it. And it get hot. I got a lot of. I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. It's like oof. I'm not oof. gonna say shit about the election, but oof. Big oof. Big <laughs> oof energy. It's oofal to say the least. It's and just the fact that like. So in the ad, like, they just use it. Like, if you had been on the internet, you kind of saw this coming. Like, with the awkward clips that kept coming out. And then, like, oh, wow, Trump just retweeted an awkward clip of Biden saying some weird shit. And then they had the clip play in front of, like, a Photoshop of Obama with uh, a couple of his friends. And, you know, it's it's another ad, but, like, retweeted to, I mean, uh, retooled to have, like, the Biden awkward clip in there and have uh, uh, Obama sitting there awkwardly looking at his friends as the ad is playing and just going what and then it smash cuts to let me clear my throat (laughs) and it's just like what in the world (laughs) like it was in such a strangely tangential like you know after after you see how bad biden is it's kind of like and you know trump's down with the hippity hop (laughs) (laughs) you know he's down with the culture by using like one of the you know (laughs) most old school samples he could use you know so that he wouldn't like offend anyone you know what i'm saying like he wasn't exactly gonna play a little yachty on that bitch you know (laughs) it reeked of two things one he didn't want to use music from an artist who is relevant today who could possibly be like hey take that shit down uh, yeah <laughs> i did not sign off on that get my music <laughs> off your fucking twitter page and i get the sneaking suspicion that that's just one of the few rap songs the editor knew oh absolutely that that's just how it comes off that's yeah. <laughs> how deep your knowledge of hip hop was that you just uh what's that song that goes let me clear my throat yeah, that one. You know, as it's Whatever. Like, uh, at, but it's like, you know, contrary to Biden, who uh, looks like he's failing with black people, we got the hip-hop on our uh, little thing. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know, it's so uh, like, no, nah, you guys are Trump's not better. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if, like, in addition to the xenophobic, uh, the Chinese xenophobic ads that they, uh, that both Bo- Biden and Trump put up. Like, in addition, there was also, like, a Biden hip-hop video answer, yeah. <laughs> Where he treated... <laughs> and it's fucking Jin. Oh, no. <laughs> Jin, oh, no, you're better than this. Jin, the MC, no. Luckily, we know no one in Trump's team or Biden's team know who Jin is, so <laughs> I don't think he has anything to worry about. We've got a new album... And I think that might just have to go first. We don't do it often, but I think we might have to make an exception for Da Baby. Baby on baby on baby. It's Da Baby. Gotta love him. But do you? <laughs> do I have to love Da Baby? How has he not pulled that one out yet? <laughs> because how fucking old is Da Baby? I'm 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 definitely older than Da Baby, right? I gotta be. He doesn't know what the fuck Jim Henson's dinosaurs is. He's only 28. That's not as young as I thought he'd be, actually. Born in Cleveland? Oh no, Da Baby. Oh, it's an oh my goodness, is this a first in flight situation? <laughs> this is not my first dub baby project I've listened to. I listened to Kirk back when it came out. I thought it was okay. Um it's one of those situations where though 
When you don't listen to something for the podcast, you don't give it your undivided attention and nearly as much as you do when you're seeking to be critical and delve deeper into it. So upon my very casual listening, I thought it was okay. The first listen through on this, I thought it was all right. It's not great, though. Yeah. 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 Like, like it, it's, it's serviceable. Got- it has one or two really shining moments, but for the most part, it's the songs are really short, which I guess is, you know, respectable in the sense that he's like, look, I just want to do this idea and I'm out. This idea and some featured guest rapper and I'm out. And that's like basically every song. There are a couple songs in particular, especially Amazing Grace. Yeah, like they don't even have three verses. <laughs> like Amazing most of Grace the time. needed an extra verse. That needed one more. I would have liked that. I'm looking through this. I'm looking for the for those aforementioned uh, shining moments. Um, the song I gave the highest rating to, it appears to be Blame It On Baby. Oh, the one with the weird beat switches? <laughs> See, here's the thing, right? I really like the very simple piano and then strings. Yeah, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't, it, like, the first time it happens, it catches you off guard, but after a while, it doesn't feel like it's being artful. Like, it feels like it's doing it, like, just to be like, ah, I can switch up flows, eh, fuck you guys. And, now I did enjoy, though, that he just mentions it at one point. <laughs> That'd be like, why you switch the beat? Because my flow neat. <laughs> I thought he could switch the flow, how the hell he switching the beat up? They don't know who they fucking with, do this shit with my feet up. <laughs> But then he ended up doing it, like, two more times, and it's like, alright, I think that's just a bit over the top. I also liked... I thought the first two tracks were okay. Uh, Can't Stop and uh, Pick Up. I mean, yeah, just just of how, like, in your face that first part is, Ain't no stopping no nigga like me, nigga, ain't no stopping no nigga like me! Oh, that's so catchy, <laughs> yeah. I was vibing with Can't Stop, that's a fucking bop. It really is like a, a, tra- a hype train that you see coming down the street, <laughs> and then you just see, you know, that big uh, gold gold teeth encrusted uh, baby face thing come, come up against you, you know, like a fucking Buster Rise video, and he's he's been vibing the whole time, and you're just happening to catch the energy. You want to, do you want to jump on the train, you know? And I'm stopping on niggling me. <laughs> I thought Jump was pretty good. Although that was a catchier track. Problem, I use that term subjectively that it's a problem because I don't know. I, I, I don't see the baby as being the kind of rapper where you're going to like take a fucking scalpel to his lyrical <laughs> content. It's not really yeah. about that. I, I, I think, yeah, I think it's mostly about like, do you enjoy how the song moves, where he's taking right. you, what he's saying? Yeah. How he puts you in the moment of the music. Those are the tracks I gave more favorable ratings to, ones that had uh, pretty good beats, uh, ones that I thought uh, his flow fit the situation. I thought it was kind of annoying with the, wait a minute, who are you? That shit got so <laughs> fucking annoying. I hate that sample. Guys. Stop doing this. Like, this is going to be one of those things where in 20 years, people are going to be listening back to rap albums like, why did they just keep having, why did they let the producer just do that? <laughs> like, every song? I think back to, like, people don't expect people to listen to albums in full. Maybe. Or, like, can we at least have, like, an alternate version without these on it? Like, yeah, it, it's <laughs> without the freaking much. audio watermarks? Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of those. Um, 
Find My Way, I thought was alright. With the fucking Ride With Me beat, pretty much. I usually enjoy a uh, baby song when it's those weird off-the-wall beats like mm-hmm. some of these songs have. But when he does the, like, smooth, like, nah. stuff that kind of sounds like emo rap, you know, beats. Because <laughs> it's like the SoundCloud with the slowed-down guitar. Like, that's just, that doesn't hit me as well, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that happened, like, sooner than later on this album. Like, I remember light skin shit kind of having that like vibe and and just not liking <laughs> that song's subject matter like not even that in subject matter but it's just like what are you what <laughs> that this isn't necessary <laughs> i didn't care for that one yeah she'd be on that lazy shit like all right <laughs> it didn't get my lowest ratings though those would go to oh i think we're gonna be in agreement okay my well, good sir we'll go in descending order uh mm-hmm. the third lowest rating would go to champion I enjoyed that enough, like, for what the hook was. Was that the one where he's like, no crying, no crying, no crying? Is that the one? Uh, I liked the beat on it, but I don't remember anything else about it. Yeah, in the hook, he's like, uh, uh, I didn't take the fast route. Suck it up. No crying, no crying, no crying. I ain't asked for handouts. Go to work. No crying, no shot, no shot. I kind of like that. Like, again, you know, if this is going to be what it is, it's like gym music, you know, whatever. It's enjoyable, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, then we got Drop featuring Boogie with the Hoodie and London on the track. Yeah, and I think he just did the hook. Like, did he even do a verse? Uh, I think he might. I feel like he did. I think he might have done the first verse, or maybe I'm up beginning. Anyway, it, all of these, all of these guest verses were just kind of duds to me. Like, I really didn't feel like they added to the energy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. Then the absolute worst is sad shit. <laughs> that is that is not up for debate. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> the way it wow. starts. Because like, this man, he's just so, like, blanket, blatant and naked, like, with, you know, what he wants to say in his music and what he's doing. And it's just so in your face. And then he's just like, all right, now I got to do something completely different to switch it up. So uh, let me do some sad shit. <laughs> like, he just tells you. <laughs> it's like, no, no, dude, you really don't. Please and, don't. And yeah, it's like, first of all, you don't have to. And second of all, he's not even committing to it. <laughs> At one point, he's like, Nah, and he basically like throws it in your face, like nah, fuck that, and he kind of like yeah. picks up, picks it up a bit. But you've already devoted too much time to it, so it's like, well, you already made me sit through so much of that sad boy shit. So now it's like, yeah, I mean, it doesn't really make up for it though. And now you're not really going back to as hard as you were. It's still kind of middle ground. So, yeah. yeah, that whole thing was just so unneeded. I hated so it. So confusing. And then with the hook where it's like, it's trying to do like, oh, I'm sad and all that stuff. But it still ends, the hook still ends with like, I'm back fucking four or five women if I really did you wrong. Like, all right, well, you don't sound like things are going too bad. <laughs> you know, it's just like, <laughs> you don't actually have to be sad. You can pretend to be sad for a full song without going like, no, 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 but I'm still cool, though. <laughs> Don't get it confused. Speaking of these guest verses, I wasn't a big fan of Rockstar either. Another beat I thought was alright. And I honestly wasn't even fucking with the track until Rich's verse. Like, I thought that was the best part. I really enjoyed Jump, uh, like you were saying earlier. Like, I, I think that was one of the ones where the beat was more fitting of what yeah. he does, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Uh, let's exactly talk- that. 
Let's talk about Nasty, uh, featuring <laughs> Ashanti and Megan the Stallion. I, the first thing I wrote was just, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I thought. I think we've, we've got the hit single, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. If, well, see, here's the problem. <laughs> it, it's not. It, it's too nasty for radio. It's, it's not. It's not ready for radio play. No, no. <laughs> uh, who who needs it in this age? Who's who's bobbing in the radio on the way to work? <laughs> I, I I would say blame it on baby is probably going to be the one to get the fucking play. But nasty is the one everyone's talking about because it's bringing Ashanti yeah. out, and you don't hear her Good enough. Lord. And. <laughs> The beat they got on this track mixes with Ashanti's sweet singing on the chorus. It's top tier shit. Oh my god, these fucking lyrics. <laughs> I, I think, unfortunately, a couple things. Like, the novelty kind of wears thin because it is one of the longer tracks. Um, just like the novelty of, hey, it's like a throwback with Ashanti. And until Ashanti kind of spits that little mini verse, I was like, okay, okay, I like that. But Megan just kind of gets lost in the shuffle, I felt like. I, I enjoyed her verse as well, actually. <laughs> I wish I wish it was longer. Like, at a, yeah, a no, the baby long, definitely fucking goes in. You need to give Megan more time, especially if she's only going to be on this bitch once. Just the way he, uh, over these beats, like, the way he adds in these onomatopoeias and just, like, the strength of his voice, like, the little, mm, 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 when he's yeah. in it. <laughs> and, like, you really, like, hear it, the way it just cut, gets in your face. It's like, I'm doing push-ups in that pussy. We're getting our workout on it. I put a bath towel on the bed just so she can squirt all on it. And you just say, like, like oh. Yeah, that ain't getting radio play, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> they are not going to be fucking with that oh shit. My God. They ain't going to be trying to touch that. Um, but if there's one song you absolutely need to hear, it is this one. From this it album. is good. It, it is my second favorite uh, track on here. I did really like it. Uh, going back for just a second, uh, talking about these subpar features, we got we let Future and Quavo off the hook. <laughs> and we gotta go back for a second. We forgot Quavo and Future at the gas station. We're gonna have to make a U-turn and get them back. I think Quavo kinda gets a pass only because DaBaby almost kinda bites Quavo's flow on this track and then mm. when Quavo does it, it's like yeah, that's how it's supposed to be done. That that sounds right. When DaBaby mm. does it, it sounds like a Quavo impression. So it almost felt like Quavo was like, hey, step aside, I'm going to show you how it's done and do this for like the last 40 seconds of the song. But Future... You, you, you can leave Future off just about <laughs> everything, man. <laughs> It's, it's he doesn't add shit to any fucking fe uh, feature he's on. Never feature future again. Thank you. Uh, I got a two and a half. How about you? Uh, I got a three. But let's take a trip in the Wayback Machine. Let's go back to a different time. Is it different? We'll see. It's 2016 with Token again. I see. How nice the of you to show up. No. <laughs> the people wanted to know what's token up to specifically uh jared levy who put in the request for eraser shavings 
by token. Uh, previously, we, we reviewed his 2018 album. What was it like? Somewhere between between yeah. somewhere. I think between that was somewhere. it. Yeah, yeah. Now we're taking two steps back, literally, mm-hmm. with eraser shavings. Your boy's 17 at the time yeah. of this recording. Mm-hmm. And that makes the it explains some things yeah 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 uh it makes the shining moments a bit more impressive yeah yeah that that's how i feel as well yes but it also puts a lot of things into perspective unfortunately (laughs) let me let me talk about those highlights for just a second because let me give the boy some credit all right (laughs) best tracks on the album i got two here Mass Reform. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, out of all of his brag rap tracks, I think this was the best one. Uh, and Self Made, the last track, where he takes... Mm. Uh, he basically takes the bookend approach of I'm going to start the album with a song called Self Taught, I'm going to end it with a track called Self Made, and Self Made is kind of full of uh, callbacks to self-taught's uh, lyrical themes, just kind of like a, hey, here's how far I've come since then, since just the the hour when you started listening to this. And I thought the beat on that one was so fucking good. He never, he, like, whoever's producing these tracks, this oh, is yes. the only one that has, like, wow, where the fuck is this sample and this hard-as-fuck beat? Where was this the whole time? Did the baby's album also end with a gospel sample? Or was that one just called Amazing Grace? It just- <laughs> I think it was just called Amazing Grace. Okay, I think okay. he made a reference to being spiritual, but I don't think it went too much further than that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and and uh, I liked Mass Reform, going back to what you said. You know, mm. that one lyric says, uh, I don't create regrets. I'll spit something so over their head, they'll try to understand it and sprain their neck. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's got little lyrics like that where I was like, oh, oh shit, okay. <laughs> you know, I didn't quote too much favorably, but this one part in particular... I'm either bonkers or all the way nuts, flawless and not getting touched, confident, modest and loved, cocky, obnoxious and blunt, awkward, not talking enough, repulsively all of the above, or probably just, and then he just goes into the chorus. I thought that was, like, the flow on that. And that was the one track where he did say something about, like, his quotables. And before that part came up, I was like, where the fuck are the quotables, dude? I must have been missing all of them. But then he he fucking proved me wrong. He shut me up. It was that one lyric where he's like, uh, like, I'm so dope, uh, the producer wants to drop the beat on the whole track. <laughs> <laughs> See, <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> uh, because real quick, I want to, um, I want to talk about the tracks that get, that got the lowest ratings. Mm-hmm. Three tracks got zeros for me. Necessary Evil got a fucking zero. Mm. Exception got a fucking zero. <laughs> And waist down got a fucking zero. Uh, stop damn. hitting me. Got a fucking oh, one. Yeah. No, no. Stop hitting me. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, I I thought that was slightly marginally better than the other ones. It is. It is funny though that you get stop hitting me right after waist down because it's a one-two punch of just some weak ass Eminem knockoff. Oh god! Shit. It's so like trying to be funny and it's like almost there. <laughs> Man, waist down had that encore stink. Oh yeah! 
I don't give a fuck like I'm paralyzed from the waist up. Yeah, and, and and it's like it's one of those things where it's like, oh okay, that's a bad lyric and he wants to make that the okay. And then he just kept going into it like waist down. Uh like I don't give a fuck like I'm paralyzed from the waist down, waist down, I got no fin in my legs, wheelchairs and popper wheelie on, I'm really young. It's just like this isn't that impressive, it just sounds weird that you're like bragging about being paraplegic. Like it's just awkward. It was fucking, uh... Oh, man. What were they called? The Sesame Street Gangsters. Yeah. Like, the fuck is this try-hard edgelord shit? And, of course, of course, it had to be a woman who chimes in. Badly acted, may I add. <laughs> and says, you know, token, this is all really bad. Like, the, like the whole line, parallels from the waist down, it, that's kind of fucked up. It's not funny. It's not good. When when the whole song up to this point <laughs> is fucking just I'm just shooting this shit. I'm just saying all this dumb shit. And you have someone come in and criticize it. That's typically where the song ends. That that's like it. And then you go on to your next fuck thing. Token, however, <laughs> decides to spend the whole rest of the song throwing a temper tantrum <laughs> that someone dared call him out on his shit. Oh, I guess I just can't have fun anymore. Ugh, ugh. Oh my god, it's the most... That was so fucking cringy. And that's the YouTube too, uh, uh, you know, too self-aware for its own good rapper style that he does, you know? Where it's like, oh, get it? I'm calling out that it sounds stupid, and I'm making fun of you for calling me out for making a stupid hook. <laughs> and it's like, you know, if this was enjoyable, it would be funny, but it's not. <laughs> the album itself doesn't start out the worst. I thought self-taught was okay it, it was okay it, it again that was the one where it's like it had those couple of flashes where he said one lyric where it was like uh i reformed and rewarped the whole reworld like something like that where it's just like oh that was kind of cool where'd that come from you know but yeah for the most part it was like i wouldn't necessarily play it back but yeah there were those moments where it was like oh shit you just hyped me up i wasn't expecting a lyric like that you know i gotta say it was kind of cringe how the first example of his uh, speed rapping, he literally has to go like, okay, here it comes. Like, he stops the beat <laughs> and, like, prepares you mentally for just a very short. Yeah, just a couple of bars. It's so short. <laughs> like, he thought better of it. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's enough. I'll do more later, but that's all I got right now. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And, and, and unnecessary evil, like, I didn't mind that one as much, except for the hook just nah. seeming like it didn't, like, work, you know, where it's like, uh, uh, I'm the necessary evil when they're talking about me. Like, what is that? It's necessary. It's a necessary evil to talk about you when they're talking about you. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get to necessary evil, but I got to talk about happiness uh, because I got big, 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 big eye roll vibes from this one here. <laughs> it was, again, again, and this is one of the ones where I'm like, he's 17, he's trying to be socially conscious, you know? Oh man, he's got his fucking finger on the pulse. So, what you got here, uh, which I will give him credit, again, 
uh, the song gets stronger in the final verse where he finally decides to focus on himself. But mm. before that, you get two very trope-heavy, hypothetical, anecdotal people that he just happens to talk to in his school. The first verse is this kid who's down in the dumps, and he knows he's down in the dumps, he sees him, and the kid asks asks him, show me what happiness is, which no one said that, Tokyo. Yeah. No, one, <laughs> no one talks like that. Um, but then the second verse, oh man, Token with the goddamn M. Night Shyamalan twist of the century. Ooh. There's this girl who look. She appears like she's got it all. She's got the a, looks. You she's expect. got the pop. She's got the popularity. She. How could she possibly not be? Oh no, she's sad too, and she says the exact same thing to me. Weird. Weird. I, look, it, it's his first story. You know what I'm saying, like. I thought it was extremely, like, like, especially the forgettable, overly dramatic beat on this yeah. one. It was trying so hard. I'll put it to you like this. Like, you know, everyone was a kid at some point, and they heard that song from their favorite artist at the time that was, like, uplifting or whatever, and maybe it made them feel good. You know, everybody had their little, you know, uh, I Am Beautiful, you know what I'm saying? Uh, their Christina Aguilera joint, you know. <laughs> Is this that? Everybody gets one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, okay. Well, unless the car had hers, you know. <laughs> now, uh, th- what might be the cringiest diss track to no one in particular? He subverts my expectations a lot on this album where I think I know where he's going, or at least I hope I know where he's going, like on Waist Down. Okay, you got someone s- straight up saying, this is the worst. This is your absolute worst song. And if it wasn't on this album, I might say, yeah, this probably is your worst song. But then he goes in a direction of not taking that and just, you know, crying for like a minute and a half. This is how the fucking track opens. You motherfuckers, I eat you for fucking breakfast and not even be fucking full. You're fucking appetizing. You're my breakfast fucking appetizing. You're like. Wow, so this is like satire, right? <laughs> like, he's purposely being like over the top aggro guy, mm-hmm. but then you find out, oh no, he means it, and it becomes really embarrassing. <laughs> I wrote down that this is basically John Cena rap on this track. Oh, you know, okay. <laughs> now that you say that, I- if you listen to John Cena's entrance theme, the fucking uh, um, I I uh, I wipe your mouth like cold gate, like that type of shit. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, he's so hard. Um, but you know, I had to. I gotta highlight this. Token is a visionary in a fairly twisted, scary scripted parody, and he carries emissaries fit. To bury sissy fairies, I'm sorry, this only gets worse, in the very cemetery, he's (laughs) getting married to the dictionary at, that's how he kills canaries. Mary's flat! (laughs) I kill a rival on arrival, really. (laughs) Ever since I went viral, they call me vile. Really? And I don't (laughs) use the word F-word anymore, because critics... Twist my words into a spiral. Just tell them I'm feeling, I'm feeling homicidal. homicidal. Oh no, Token. 
how are critics supposed to take your words when you give them the fucking ammo? Just earlier, you said, fit to bury sissy fairies. Then you followed up with yeah. homicidal. And you're, you're claiming that critics are twisting your words into a... What else could you mean? <laughs> oh, I, but in, like, yeah, on the song he's saying, but I don't want to use this word anymore because we were like, just in going <laughs> I won't use this homophobic slur, <laughs> but I will use two other ones without it, a With the exact thought. homophobic context that you're expecting. Yeah, it's like, yeah. What, what are you... <laughs> He doesn't. He doesn't follow it up with that great of a track either. The extru- the excruciatingly bland method. Mm. I-, I like the piano beat. I like the little clanging thing that was going on in the back. You know. The only thing I got written down for this is the line: "My fans enjoy the fruits of my labor." Feeling this kid, cause they go bananas when I appeal in oh. this space. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's one of those things where it's just like, I had banana, and, and a peel is a word that never links to it. You see what I did? I put it I together, and then banana. I said it. <laughs> I was really going somewhere. You can't stop me once I get started. <laughs> but I did like I did like the one line where he says, uh, all I got to do is verbalize a rap flow, and it's a legal murder like tobacco. I thought that was all right. That was good. I do remember that one. <laughs> If I'm not mistaken, when we reviewed Token's uh, album last time, I think this was the track he alluded to, where he talked about, like, standing up for a bully or standing up to bullies. Uh. Did he say that? Like, in the opening track of the album we reviewed, it was this super heavy loaded track where he goes, uh, uh, People were saying I was a hero for that song about bullying. But little yeah. do people know that only a couple years later, I became friends with the bullies. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. It was almost like his Macklemore, uh, you you ever hear that song where Macklemore was The other side, I think, or something like that, where he's talking about his, uh, dependency and how he made songs about it, and then, like, he was feeling bad that people were calling him this great guy, even though he had relapsed, right? Yeah, because he was like, I I wrote a song about my sobriety, and people said it was really influential and inspiring, but... I feel hypocritical because I'm not sober and I am still dependent and I feel like I'm letting them down. Yeah, that type of thing. He went for that. It didn't land quite as hard or wasn't nearly as impactful as when Macklemore does it, which is incredible to say that Macklemore was able to do something better than (laughs) another rapper. But here we are in 2020. Uh, Exception. This track is so bad. It's and the thing is, it's like. It's so overplays the emotion with the with the yeah. beat break trumpet that comes in. Uh. It's like, guys, this is really serious. <laughs> so what we got here, just gonna lay this out. Token is observing a kid getting bullied, and despite his previous comments of no longer using the F word, he has no problem in saying it in a quoting way, uh, saying it in third person. Uh, he drops the R word and the F word in the first fucking verse. And, and, and like, yeah, if you are to make the, the point, he's saying it through the, um, through the perspectives of the people yeah. who are bullying this kid, you know. Yeah, you don't have to say them specifically, though, Token. We get the <laughs> point. Um, and he's talking about how, and even then, at that point, he's still kind of like, hey, they shouldn't be bullying him. 
but I can understand why they would be, because he talks to himself and he's kind of weird. Like, uh, he already doesn't really seem to be 100% in this guy's corner. Well, he, he brought up one point where he's like, hey, you know, to be honest, most of the bullies don't mean any harm. They're just kids like any of us. They just want to be in charge. They like attention, but lack guidance and getting it. He's already, you know, trying to make, he's already trying to make excuses for the bullies. Well, I feel like it's in a way it's just like, we're all human and there's a reason why such and such is doing that, but it right. just doesn't land right. Like... Well, they don't mean any harm. It's like, yes, they do. I... If, if, if the song didn't take the direction it did, I would say, yeah, that's something you can say. But in this context, no. Because at the end of the first verse, he says, hey, you know, if, if they keep it up, I'm going yeah, I'm, I'm I'm to say, say something. something. <laughs> I'm going to, one of these days, I'm going to say something. And, okay, if again, if this was a better written song by someone maybe not 17, maybe a little bit more seasoned, they could take this exact story and the things he's even saying and make it work. Because by the end of the track, this kid comes to school <sighs> with a gun. Yeah. And, and he, he murders the bullies he, in he school. He the bullies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, as Token is like, hey man, stop. He says, you were third on my list. Yeah. And if it's a callback to like the. Hey, one of these days, I'm going to say something. But like, if he never really did, like if you played up the you let this happen to me, you stood by, I laid by. But then you're still like uh, vilifying the guy who is bullied by making him the murderer in the end and not even really making it like a, like a story about how people are pushed. You just kind of made it sound like this guy just snapped. It, it was just like, it, it, it was played for the twist of, Oh, and I'm coming after you too. Like that's what it was for. You know what I mean? It's the fucking American history X ending. You know, and, and I've been thinking about, like, I mean, there were lots of songs like this in the early 2000s, right? You know, we, uh, we are, we are, the youth of the nation, you know, like, why did that kid commit that uh, school shooting? Why did it happen, you know? And I, maybe at the time you could, you could give it a little bit more credence, but it is kind of weird to, like, go back and, like, actually look at a lot of those school shootings, and it's like, a lot of them weren't nerds, a lot of them were, like, neo-Nazis and shit, and they're, like, actually kind of more... <laughs> And it's like, oh, uh. and I don't know, man, like a song about a school shooting in 2016 feels really late. Like, yeah, since, most like, definitely Sandy Hook four years before this. Like, like you said, early 2000s around the time of Columbine. OK, I get it, because up until that point. Like, Columbine was, like, the first major U.S. school shooting. There have been a few before that, but that was when that got people talking. But, like, 2016? That's really late for a song like this. Probably shouldn't have included that on the album at all. Again, But, again, I think this is him being 17, trying to make a, you know, I'm making a, a brave statement, you know, a bold statement, and I'm taking the story, you know, different than what you'd expect, you know? I don't know what the statement is, though. Like, it's not it's not an anti-gun message. It's not, it could it's only... not really an anti-bullying message, either, because then he empathizes with the bullies 
in it yeah, I, anyway. I mean, it can only be taken as a, hey, if you see something, you should do something. Like, that's what you, the main thing you'd take away from the story, right? Because most people are going to be the people watching the bullying, right? And so he's speaking to them in a way, I guess, by saying, you know, like, oh, they, they can come after your ass next, so you better fucking say something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we mentioned Stop Hitting Me, but yeah, which... I didn't quote my favorite part. <laughs> and I say you did it. But he said that I said that you said you did it, but I didn't. He said that you said you did it, but you didn't. He said you did it, but you didn't do it. You did it, didn't you? Like, what? I was just lost. (laughs) I was like, I don't understand what's happening. (laughs) All right. All right. All right. (laughs) In general, like, with the hook of it just being like, stop hitting me. Like, Mm. first of all, it's just not like a very forceful thing to say, but then it's not really clear if it's like, Stop hitting me, the rapper who's saying it, or like the people who are, you know, uh, the people who are, I'm spitting these raps against. They're gonna say stop oh. hitting me, you know. But but it feels like he's saying it in in alluding to the idea of like stop hitting me on my phone, you know, for collabs and shit like that. But it just I don't know. It just feels kind of muddled. And then with how yeah. it ends with the very unsatisfactory like, ooh, I'm gonna go over to this guy's house and actually hit him, ooh, because I'm so bad. <laughs> It was just so, like, silly and unnecessary, yeah. Mama's favorite chair. What? Uh, what? One choice lyric. I ran out of topics, so I punched myself till I got a bleeding face, then write a verse to alleviate the freaking pain. Like, yeah, I got socked in the face. I'm going to the hospital. Really, I go to the freezer for a chocolate popsicle. What's, yeah. what's happening? <laughs> I, I, I almost wrote that down, too. But I was like, no... Maybe maybe he's going somewhere with that, and I just missed it. But no, when you repeat it back, yeah, I don't think there's anything there. Like, is he saying that he beats himself up to complain in his song about how, like, oh man, this guy beat me up and my life is hard? And but then just the line about going like, oh, then I said I'm going to the hospital, but really I went to the freezer for a chocolate popsicle. Like, like oh, it wasn't that bad. Uh, <laughs> Like, is he trying to make a statement of, like, how rappers posture and make himself seem all big and bad, but, like, they're lying? But he's just talking about himself, so it just... Yeah. It just feels like it's trivializing the emotionality of this whole album by literally just up front saying, no, I exaggerate shit. (laughs) Um, it's, It's essentially a long, rambling track with really nothing interesting uh being said but that doesn't stop him from following it up with a skit that starts immediately with the producer praising him for recording the last track <laughs> being like oh, man, man you did that in one take oh shit wow like i'm sorry that one that track is the one that's gonna get the praise <laughs> And yeah, it was so like after listening to it, be like, oh, I mean, okay, <laughs> if, you, if you say so, whatever. But this skit, wow! Did you listen? Yeah, yeah. Because oh. at first, oh. like, from from the perspective of like, oh, if you are a recording artist and you make music, oh, that's a bit of a relatable moment. Like, oh, having to do the same thing over again. But it is so not good the way he does it. <laughs> Dude, okay, so throughout the album, and honestly, until that skit, I didn't even notice he was doing it. Me neither. Yeah, it was one of those things like, oh, this was supposed to be the catchphrase? 
Yeah, I've missed it. This is tr- this is like the ninth track you've been doing it this whole time, and I've missed it. Um, yeah, at the beginning of the song, you hear like a e- echoey in the background, shit, like he's yelling it. So this skit is him trying to record the share, and it goes on for a long, 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 long time. <laughs> amazingly, incredibly. It'll just have your fucking jaw, it'll have your mouth agape, wondering how much longer is he gonna drag this out. For absolutely no payoff, by the way. Yeah, uh, it doesn't, it's, it's not even like the joke of like, nah, you fucking suck. <laughs> so, he ends up just going like, shit, nah, sorry, man, oh, I fucked up, Oh man, I must be like preoccupied thinking about something else, <laughs> yeah, yeah, let me try it again, shit, oh man, oh fuck, I, I keep I fucking really it do- up. Yeah, it's just supposed to be funny that he's saying it in a silly way. But it's not that funny. <laughs> and he ends up doing it, like, the same way a lot of times, so, like, he doesn't even keep it, like, fresh. Yeah, and they stop and do the playback thing, so there's, like, extra time in between. Uh, so it's just like, oh my god. It's agonizing. It's one of the worst skits I've ever heard. Shit! No, <clears throat> that, that wasn't the one. Just <clears throat> play, playback, playback. Yep. yep. One more. <clears throat> Shit, the skits are bad. You hate the Meandering. Skits. I don't like the skits. You're right. And again, I think this is supposed to be him doing the look how real I'm being by showing you the frustration, but the reality of how cool I am because I did it in one take, though. But the irony of uh, I couldn't get the shell right. It's just like, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> so then we got uh, Real Man, uh, which could again. have... <laughs> He tried to make his love's gonna get you, you know, his little star uh, song giving you a lesson. This track, this um, this could have been good. He's telling a story, a very uncompelling story. About- <laughs> Especially with how it ends. <laughs> to me, it feels like a very, you know, he's 17 and maybe the the dare stuff, you know, that stuff is still kind of in his head. So he's like, I want to make a song against drugs, you know, and yeah. This is dare after school special bullshit because it's all about <laughs> the dangers of weed. Yeah! Weed? We're doing a song about the dangers of weed in 2016, everyone. Oh, you don't want to deal with too much weed, people, because, you know, that's no good. That's no good. <laughs> I was going to say, because later there's a song where you hear this, like, back and forth between a mom, again, some really bad acting. Oh, man. Uh, oh, between a mom, mom and a kid. So awkward. And she's like, Ben, Ben, what's wrong? And ben, what's wrong? <laughs> and in Real Man, the kid is named Ben, so I was like, okay. Oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> but it, it was just a bad on, story. If you look on Genius, like, no one points out that it's supposed to be autobiographical. It's not one of the verified by the artist tracks, I don't think. So, no, I don't think it's supposed to be autobiographical. He's just telling the story about... This kid who, you know, he never did drugs himself, but he went to a party and someone asked him if he wanted to get into dealing it himself. And he did. And oh, no, the cops caught him. 
Yeah, he thought being a real man was selling drugs, but turns out a real man is not doing that. But for me, for me, it was just like, you're not really addressing the fact that, like, I mean, is he selling drugs because he's, like, really poor and he needs to get by and this is all he can do? Like, you know, because the ending of the story is just makes it like, oh, and as he was at the police station, you know, when his mom came to pick up, oh, he learned his lesson that day. And it's like, I, okay. <laughs> He was selling drugs because they thought it made him a real man until one day he found out that he killed his mom and he threw himself off the roof. No? Uh, it's not that much? Yeah. Okay. No, uh, no, he yeah, fucking like... held a cop at gunpoint and then he ran down the street and the, and the cop shot him. No? <laughs> oh, his mom was disappointed? That's it? Yeah. Wow. Like, okay, great. You great think you lost token. touch with your friends. They think they lost you. Little did you know you were losing yourself. Now you got to explain to your friends and family you were someone else when it was... Yeah, of course, you know, you were a real man. And it's just like... <sighs> this just doesn't seem that consequence filled like so, oh no so fucking weak dude <laughs> yeah. oh, oh no not a drug dealer and then like like at least with the love's gonna get you song they at least had that setup of like hey man all we had was like beans and rice and you know now that i dealt now that i had to deal a little drug yeah. like hey, now there's steak with the beans and rice you know i'm being my, you know what i mean like it at least gives credence to the idea that like there's an economic reason why this is happening not just because oh just for the ego it's like you know like it gives a little heft to it yeah, and even then, like, oh, man, you thought you were a real man, you were someone else. He doesn't really give, like, details about, like, it doesn't really yeah. make him that, like, yeah, he got, like, a little angry Yeah, he had to, like, smack his wife or something like that. Yeah, like, <laughs> you gotta give me something, like, how was it changing him? You don't really yeah. give as much details there. <laughs> uh, and then... One of the worst ones, uh, these hooks that just, like, even if there's anything going on in the verses, these hooks just, like, sound like they feel like they're so badass, but they're just not the kiss-off he thinks it is. It's like, uh, you come up like you had been a friend to me. You have to remember me. <laughs> My bad. Hashtag bad memory. Oh. And he's just, like, so laughing so hard, like, ha Hashtag bad memory. It's like, do you think this is gonna, like, trend on Instagram? <laughs> It's again. It's 2016. We're doing hashtag in a, like it's fucking like selfie by the fucking chain smokers. We're doing that shit. Like, and he has wow. one lyric in here where he goes like, uh, "Bitch, none of y'all is exciting. I hate artists who complicate their lyrics more than the ones who simplify it." And it's like, you know, that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck? You just said that with a contradiction, you know. I didn't get that. Yeah, I thought that one was only marginally more clever than the other uh, brag traps, uh, brag tracks. It's weird how, like, I don't know what I want him to do. I, I like, do I like his brag songs? Not really. Yeah, because they don't really, and they're not like Red Man quality where it hits you over the head with, with uh, the silly punchlines and stuff like that. Like, they come every now and then, but it's mostly just him being hyperbolic about how great he is and you know. But then it's like, <laughs> when he steers away from it too much, like he does for the next three songs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, well, I don't like this either. What is this? Yeah. yeah, when it gets too personal, and it's just like, I'm not interested. Um, well, although I did like just a couple more words. I thought that one was nice. Like, you know, saying that like... That one's the best of the three. Yeah, yeah. Um, that one, he's, he's telling some very personal stories about how, you know, he should talk to his parents more, how he, you know, stopped talking to his sister, and how, you know, he wishes he could be there for the people that he loves, but, oh, uh, he just can't find the time, or, like, I thought that was fine. 
Um, nothing particularly clever about the song. It was just a decently written song. Shavings would have been better because the verses, oh. I thought that one were pretty right? dope. Yeah. And that then... song had strong potential. But the fucking overly dramatic acting yeah. that and, ruined it. And it's, it's it's so, like, again, maybe that's the point, like, oh, I'm giving you these good lyrics, and I'm such a good rapper, but ah, I'm so down on myself. Like, as he was crying, it just kind of felt to me like, oh, yeah, maybe a 17-year-old shouldn't have a rap career. Maybe it is a little early. Maybe he can't handle the emotional uh, stuff that comes with it, because he ah. just keeps talking about how people are asking, like, when's the next verse going to come out? And fuck you! And, and in between verses, he's like, they all hate me, they hate me, no! You, you know, you almost get the fucking, uh, those fucking, uh, you almost feel like his mom's gonna make a video, you know, like, we got the cyber police, we caught you guys making fun of my good son, and you done goofed, and we're gonna get you. <laughs> you know, it's just so, like, I don't think this is having the effect that you think it's having. Like, maybe he's going for, like, a look how much I'm bearing my soul by showing me crying, but it just comes off as melodramatic and silly, you know? I don't remember anything about Perfect, except that that was, like, oh, I remember now. That was, like, the the post-breakup I don't mean to make you feel bad, but you ruined everything. <laughs> but you fucked up everything. And, <laughs> like, okay. I mean, you know, he, he, and I kind of want to give it, because, like, he has a lyric in here where he's talking about, like, you know, she was kind of jealous, uh, where he's like, uh, remember when you had me stop talking to my closest friend who was a female because you said you felt threatened by her? You know, remember when I bought you your favorite color, a reefer for a holiday that you didn't even uh, uh, remember and and talking about how she was drinking and stuff like that? So it's like, all right, I do get, like, what he's saying, but it takes it to, like, the third verse until he gets to that, and... Like, he brings it up up front first, how, like, you ruined everything. And it's like, I, I need some justification sooner than later. <laughs> yeah. You know? Just a couple more words where he's like, hey, I'm sorry. I remember my old song made you cry, and I felt really bad about that. I felt so bad about it. I'm going to make you feel even worse in perfect. <laughs> I'm, I feel so bad. I'm going to double down in yeah. just a couple tracks. That's the problem with these self-awareness joints. And and it's it's getting at me because I think, like, I mean, artists make songs about, like, real life. So, like, you know, Kendrick Lamar, he makes songs about, like, uh, real oh, life yeah. and stuff like that. And I remember even people, some people raising the conversation that, like, hey, when he made a song about, like, Tammy or something like that, like, hey, that was a real person. Was it cool for him to make this type of song? But I feel like, in some capacity, like, you at least respect the artfulness enough to have that conversation in an honest way where it's like, but he is trying to say something by telling this story. And so, like, where is the difference between, like, someone trying to do something with their art versus, you know, maybe exploiting someone? With this, it just feels too awkward. It just feels like, I don't yeah. know, man, this feels a little too immersive. <laughs> and, and with how, too like... Much on display. Yeah, and it, it's just so weird, like, because it's like, you want an artist to be personal, but something just feels exploitative about some of this, you know? Yeah. And again, it, it feels like he's not handling it that well, and so it's just like, I don't even know if you should be doing this. Oh, yeah, bringing it back to shavings real quick. Like, it wasn't even just like he was, oh, they hate me because I'm a bad rapper. Like, later on in the song, he's like, no, it happened again. I peed my, you know, I peed the bed. No. And I was like... Is this, this is this here? Is this where this is about? I thought you were talking about like you know feeling inadequate other, next to like you know rapping and being online and stuff. This is weird. And then the mom who's like, "I'm sorry, honey, but you know you gotta get ready for school, so come on." <laughs> like, what? This mom is like not being understanding at all. Like <laughs> it's so bad. It's really it's so bad. Weird. 
Uh, like, it, who wants to listen to that? Who's going to the concert here? Like, yeah, hardcore rapping is oh snap! And here's the part where he cries on stage. <laughs> here's like, where he gets in the fetal position and cries for two minutes. <laughs> That's my favorite part of the concert. Everyone, yeah, get your phones himself. out. Yeah, he actually pees himself. Now that's entertainment. Yeah! <laughs> it's like the fucking, I saw you post on Twitter, the part in uh, Down With The Sickness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Robin, stop hitting me! Ah, ah, why hitting me? Stop! Ah, like, Did we talk about that, by the way? No, I just, I remember when that got radio play, like, I think they cut that part out. Thankfully, because I don't remember ever hearing it until like one day I might have like heard it online or something, and I was like, "Whoa, what the? Why is this in here?" I was listening to uh, a podcast that was like talking about like uh, someone's experience with that song and how like uh, they were at like some Christian, you know, high school football or something like that, really Christian conservative place, and you know the football team is coming out. They're like, "Oh, what song do we want to play?" And they start playing the uh, you know the that uh, that song. yeah. Down with the yeah, they're like, oh, this is so cool. And then the person who wrote the letter to the podcast is uh, is talking, and he goes like, uh, I wondered if they knew uh, if this was going to be the censored or uncensored version. <laughs> and and sure enough, it was the uncensored version. And boy, no one was ready for. Oh, no, mommy, don't hit me, you fucking bitch! I'm so tired of your shit. <laughs> We're giving a lot of love to early 2000s between Puddle of Mud. Because <laughs> those are the, the angry white boy, uh, the, the proto, uh, you know. <laughs> I said Puddle of Mud and I meant P.O.D. Yeah, yeah, Sorry, but we P.O.D. are, we are, yeah. I don't love P.O.D., but you're not Puddle of Mud. That's disrespectful. <laughs> Did you see the video of Puddle of Mud covering the Nirvana song? No. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, Oh, you found it. Oh my god. Keep going. Oh! Oh no! Oh, yeah, that's the shit. (laughs) That's the good shit. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. He doesn't even slightly have the note. Like, he's not even slightly there. Oh, man, and they're just going. They're just like, shit. Well, we're in, we're in it for the long haul, I guess. How long is this shit? Oh, no. This is one guy who's like, hey, man, you gotta start over. And, like, I saw some people saying that this was a marketing ploy to get people talking about Puddle of Mud in 2020 because otherwise they never would again. But I I don't believe oh, this that. this came out this year? Oh, oh, yeah, very recently, like last week. Um... But see, I don't buy that because a oh, few years ago. <laughs> you could find video as recently as a couple years ago 
of them performing on like TV. <laughs> I'm sorry, it, it kept playing. You're still, you still watching it. Because <laughs> it, it had a really long pause, and I was just listening to you talk, and then he went back in the first. I was like, oh no, uh, <laughs> I couldn't hear it. I thought you'd stopped. Um, it's like, oh, oh, dude, you might as well just asked you might as well you would have gotten a better performance if you just asked anyone in that fucking studio to just do it instead of him like whoever the host was yeah yeah like the, the fucking, fucking drummer dude, yeah the guy holding the, the the fucking boom mic like anyone would have sounded more prepared than he did at least they would have drank water earlier that day because this just sounds like nothing like wow when it comes to token our boy uh oh, right, I, en- yeah. <laughs> I ended up giving this a two uh I, I, I gave it a three and a half. Mm. I, 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 I think that there were a lot of there's a lot of ambition. You know what I'm saying? So, some of the songs that weren't as interesting to talk about were were okay. You know, the bad stuff is particularly bad. But like as I listen to the songs, I'm like, ah, but I don't want to like with the song where he's like crying. You know, it's just like I don't want to hate it, but I also don't want to listen to it. But it, <laughs> you know. And, like, hear the potential. And, again, like, someone who's only 17, like, some of these, Uh you know, songs, it's like, huh, yeah, this this actually is, you know, pretty good for someone beyond this beer. But, yeah, there's a lot of immaturity that just really shines through. I can't can't grade on a curve, though. Like, I can't be like, no love. Oh, well, it was only, I mean, no, I can't do that. (laughs) Um, I'm saying, like, when you look at it for its time, right, because who's going to be listening to it, right? Like, fellow, you know, 16 and 17 year old kids who, you know, they like hip hop music and they, you know what I'm saying? This is their first uh, speed rapper, you know, uh, pack, you know, everyone's got to have that guy, you know? That's really sad to think about (laughs) that, like, your first speed rapper is fucking token. Look, we we can't all have been uh, uh, (laughs) blessed to have grown up with the same childhoods that gave us uh, our M&Ms and our Bone Thugs and Harmonies. Like, you you just don't always, uh, you just don't always grow up at the right time. Um, I remember liking the other Token album, I guess, a little bit more. I guess because he's a little more grown. No, I actually like this one more. Because <laughs> I, I feel I like... I think I could. No. His, his per- I remember his personality going, like, even more so words too self-aware. And with this, it's at least tempered by him, like, you know, being at least a little, like, self-conscious about it. You know what I'm saying? But that about does it. For this week's episode of the Going Off Podcast, thank you very much for fucking with us again for another week. And if this just so happens to be your first week with us, all of our old episodes are on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. Catch the review a new podcast that's uh, also on Spotify and all that fun stuff. And, uh, you know, the station heads, you know what I'm saying, record, if you want to check that out, you can definitely join my Patreon where you're, uh, you know, for $1, you can, uh, see episodes early, plus be a part of my Patreon Discord where we stream movies and stuff. And, uh, I'm getting on Twitch more, so after I'm done with an episode, I like to, uh, you know, do my, uh, streams on there, so twitch.tv slash rapcritical if you, uh, want to be a part of that. Last week, on an off week, we recorded a special crossover episode of the Movie Review Podcast, and uh, we did a review of uh, Hedwig and Angry Inch from, was it 99 or 2000? Like 2001, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, So we had a little crossover there. All three of us sat down and reviewed um, our favorite parts of the movie, uh, aspects of the movie that might not age so well, 
Um, so that right now is available on your Patreon. Yeah, on my Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash review a new. If you want to see that and uh, the other episodes that are exclusive there. Dope. And the other ones you said are on uh, Spotify then. Yeah, every even every odd number is on Spotify and every even number is on uh, my page uh, is on the Patreon for the review a new podcast, which is at patreon.com slash review a new podcast. If you want to check that out. So patreon.com slash review a new podcast. Got it. <laughs> cool. Uh, uh, I, I, I wanted to make sure podcast was on there because I, <laughs> I had to go check. I was like, wait, do I actually say is it podcast on there? <laughs> Until next week for the Going Off Podcast, I'm Muse. And I'm Rap Critic. And wait a minute. Who are you? you?